Oh. Okay. And Hello, friends. Welcome back Hello. to the Living Out Love podcast. Uh, we are excited to get back here in the saddle. It's been a little bit, but uh, really excited to get back here. I'm Rick Gross. I'm Sarah Kate. And I'm Sam Zabrone. We are happy to be back. Uh, we know we've been gone for a couple weeks, right, Sarah? It's been a few, yeah. Feels like it's a long a time, I feel like right? It's been a while. Well, Christmas is like, Christmas is crazy. And you have that dead week between Christmas and New Year. I feel like I feel like we've we've done some meetings, we've recorded some episodes, but I feel like it's been a while since I've seen you guys. Yeah, it's been it's been a minute. It's good to be back. I'm it's pumped. Is. Yep. Yeah. Ready to go. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's it's been a while. We actually finished up our first series. So we did this whole first series. If you haven't we listened yet, yeah. go back and check it out. But we did this whole series about, you know, how to love people who are different than us, people who have different belief systems, people who um just are when we when we look in the mirror and we see ourselves people who are the opposite of that how do we still love people through these differences and disagreements and we decided that it's time to switch it up it's time to do something new so yes we are starting a new series today hmm. a new series yeah. eh? yeah and you know uh as we were brainstorming and thinking about it uh we decided that since we talked about how to love other people in these different ways, we needed to go back in time and really dissect what love is, define it, analyze it, uh, because it's stated very clearly in scripture, which we'll look at in a little bit, uh, what it actually is. So we felt like it'd be a good way to break the definition down, right? And share some real tangible ways and experiences that it is demonstrated based on the Bible. Yeah. Right. And, and, you know, the one of the struggles that we have just in especially American society is that we throw the word love around in all these different ways. And so what's happened is it's actually watered down its meaning in a lot of ways. But what we find in Scripture is that there are a couple places where it's pretty clear. And we're actually going to focus on one of those places in this, like through the series. Um, so we're looking at First Corinthians 13. Um, and so we, it's called the way of love. Um, it says, if I speak in the tongues of men and of angels, but I, I, but have not love, I am a noisy gong or clanging cymbal. And if I have a prophetic powers and understand all mysteries and all knowledge, and if I have all faith, so as to, rem to move, to remove mountains, but have not love, I am nothing. If I give away all I have, and if I deliver up my body to be burned, but have not love, I gain nothing. And so here, Paul is kind of setting up, all right, listen, we could do all these things. We could be, you know, like by our definitions, the greatest Christian in the whole world. We could do all the activities that other Christians would look at us and say, hey, we're good. But if we do it without love, none of it matters. Amen. Yeah. And yep. so what's cool is that after Paul says that, then he qualifies it. He goes, okay, so now that we've talked about how you can do all that stuff without love, well, what does love actually look like? And so here we see him get really specific with it. Yeah. In verse four, he would see love is patient and kind. Love does not envy or boast. It is not arrogant or rude. It does not insist on its own way. It is not irritable or resentful. It does not rejoice at wrongdoing, but rejoices with the truth. Love bears all things, believes all things, hopes all things, and endures all things. You know, I, I I read that 
and to be honest, and we were kind of talking about it a little bit ahead of time, right? Like that, this is one of the ones they use at all the weddings, right? Like oh, yeah. <laughs> kind of set the table oh, at the yeah. beginning of a marriage. <laughs> um, but, you know, I think a lot of times we can hear these and not really process what it's saying. And I know for me, I'll read through, <laughs> I read through some of these and it, it stings a little. Like yeah. when I read some of those words, um, you know, for me, love does not envy or boast. I uh, recently have been convicted in uh, several different ways of some ways that my pride just keeps showing up in different places. And I end up trying to elevate myself and my accomplishments and the things that I've done. And, and, you know, it's so funny because I can even go into a conversation recognizing like, okay, well, I'm going to have to talk about some stuff that I've done or like what I've been working on, but it's not about me. It's not about me. It's about doing the work that God called me to and all the glory go to God. And then I get in this conversation and somewhere along the lines, I'm like, well, I did this and I did this. And oh, by the way, did I mention that this is all the things that I did to have to do with this? And I don't know if you noticed this, but like my <laughs> name was on that. And I don't know if you realize this, but I was the one that made that happen. And I get done and I'm like, man, again, I did. <laughs> like, oh. like, I, I, like I know that it's there. And so I know that I look at this verse and, and it is a really good guidebook for me and gives me some very tangible ways to show love, also some tangible ways to not show love. Yeah. Um, and so I look at that and say, okay, I, for me, it's envy or boasting. What about you guys? Like, is there one of them that as soon as I read the word, you were like, oh man, like, why does that have to be in there? Yeah. I think for me, it's probably got to be um, keeping no record of wrongs. I know we talked about this. Um, I don't remember which episode it was. I want to <laughs> say it was the one about people mistreating you mm -hmm. maybe and i might be wrong because it's been a while since we recorded that one um i think you're right but finding where that line is between knowing hey this thing happened and i, I don't want to put myself in a place for it to happen again but i oftentimes find myself kind of not quite getting to that side and still being like well this person did that to me hmm. and i didn't appreciate that and letting that go, it's hard for me, I find. Yeah, and you know, I think uh, you made a good point about the wedding thing, right? That that, that, that verse is in a, a lot of weddings. And I think one of the reasons why is it's it wants people to know during the marriage that love is very comprehensive. Mm. It's got all these details and all these parts to it. It's And so I think that's why they choose that scripture, right? Because, yeah. you know, you're getting ready to get married and you think it's just agape love, but there's a lot of things in there that, that really mean you're living out a total life of love for each other. Uh, and when, when I read the verse, I think what sticks out for me probably that stings a little bit is the self-seeking, mm. you know, uh, you know, I try to think of it from, you know, the other perspective, right? Like you got to love other people and give them everything. But sometimes you bring it back to yourself and it's not about me, like you said. And I think I, I really got to be very careful of that. Um, you know, uh, I was taking a, a class with our men's group and, and one of the, uh, it was on marriage and on love. And they were saying, basically the, the leaders of the course were saying that in your marriage, you win together right? You're a team. It's not a compromise because both of you win or both of you lose. You're on the same team, right? 
So instead of being self-seeking, if you can think of it as a team, mm -hmm. which I need a lot of work on, I think that's the one that's things for me, just remembering that, you know, it's not we'll meet in the middle, right? It's we're a team. So we're we're working on this together and we're both it's it's for both of us, not just for myself, right? I gotta be very careful of that. I think that's the one that kind of uh always hits me. Well and and I, I believe something that I'm gonna recommend through this is that we and and not only us here on the actual podcast, but our listeners, maybe write this out and have it somewhere where you can see it to be reminded because one of the things, and we've talked about this in a couple of our episodes too, which by the way, if you ever want to fact check anything that we said in our episodes, Please. just go back and listen to yeah. them all. I mean, that's really the best way, right? I mean, yeah. a little shameless plug right there. There's yeah. nothing wrong with that. Listen Some to our really content. great content, content in there. But listen, we would recommend you actually go and try to fact check us. Actually listen to all of our episodes multiple times to make sure that what we're saying is correct. And you know what? Leave reviews on yeah. all of them. Yeah, we would, we would love that. Yeah. Drop some comments. <laughs> Subtly, don't forget to write something down. Yeah. Five stars. Uh, but what's number. neat is, uh, you know, looking at this too, one of the things that we'll probably regularly bring up, because it's probably going to be a struggle for anybody that can hear my voice, is the idea of us and our pride and our ego always yeah. being uh, that is because I've watched and, and I was talking with Sam a little bit about it, but I've watched other marriages and other relationships that end up failing, you know, ending in divorce and, and you know, hurt and separation, and all those other things, because they almost forgot what these were. And you could yeah. see them not leaving that out and see what a lot of times what happens is right when we get married. And, and obviously this is just talking about marriage. Like we're going to talk about how this, infiltrates all of our lives, you know, in our families and friends too. But Sam brought up marriage, so I'm kind of living there for a little bit. But when we first get married, you know, it's like, oh man, like I'm all in, like this is exactly what it is. But over time, we kind of retreat back into ourselves, right? And then yeah. all of a sudden it becomes, well, I want to make sure that my needs are met. And then the, you make sure that you're, you're responsible for your needs and I'm responsible for my needs. And by the way, I'm going to do whatever I need to make sure my needs are met and vice versa. Right. And, but when that happens, that means you're going to be in opposition to each other in a lot of ways. Like Sam brought up, right. We're not on the same team anymore. It's, you know, all of a sudden it's like, well, I got to get mine. You know, I've got to make sure that I'm good. But this tells us here that none of that is important. Right. Yeah. Yep. You know, and, and we have to be ready. We have to, part of it is recognizing the healthy things, right. I need to be patient. I need to be kind. Mm -hmm. But then it's also like jettisoning the other things that don't belong. Like I can't be boastful. Mm -hmm. I can't be prideful. I can't bring that stuff into any relationship, whether it's a marriage or friendship or whatever, because it's only going to, it's not going to result. Cause like eventually if I act like that all the time, no one's ever going to want to be around me. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And as, as you were talking about that, you know, the, the one that stings, you know, we all have a different one there. But I, I like to think about, too, in this one, is there something in in there that kind of comes natural to, for you? It's almost like it's easier for you to do kind of the opposite of the sting thing, right? For, right. Example, for example, for me, I would say to keep no wrong, no records of wrong, that's me. I'm kind of like a grouper, five-second memory. I forget <laughs> everything. So, like, I let it go. I don't hold the grudges. That's my... <laughs> It, it's probably just lack of memory on my part, <laughs> but uh, I really, you know, I uh, I have no problem letting it go, and, and I don't really keep checks and balances with my with people, 
whether it's a spouse or a friend or anyone that I'm loving. I just, I don't do that. But where it catches me is on the self-seeking side, right? Right. Cause then I'll be like, well, what? I never keep the wrongs of what you do. Why are you keeping the wrongs? So see how I took it right back to me. So I got to be careful of that. So that's a yeah, really like, easy I want to let you know, I'm an expert on not to keeping wrong wrongs in case you didn't realize. It. <laughs> I've, I've mastered it. I'm a PhD in not keeping. Exactly. So my hypocrisy only knows so goes so far, right? <laughs> right. Yeah. Tombstone, yeah. by the way. Yeah. <laughs> <sighs> I, I mean, comes easily as relative, but I would probably have to say, uh, thinking about like how love is kind, like that's my default is to be kind to people sometimes when I shouldn't be, but also there, there is a line that when crossed, we have crossed it, but all in all, like that's, that's so much of where what I do comes out of is wanting, wanting to be kind to people, wanting to just ensure that they have a good experience in life and in the day operating out of that, that posture of kindness. That's great. Yeah, I know. So kind of my go-to things on here, I actually like, and, and I'm not going to say I'm perfect at it. Cause I don't think any of us would say we're perfect at anything, but like, I'm actually pretty patient. Like I, and I used to not be, um, it's something that I had to develop over time. I used to, I had to be patient with being patient. Um, but I had to develop it over time because I was very much a, like, I need it now, I need it now. And, and there are little instances of things where I probably am not super patient, but especially, you know, it's weird. And I, it is only by the grace of God that this happens. But it, for me, if people around me are like heightened in emotions or whatever, so if there's like a, a, an altercation or anger or if somebody gets frustrated, even with me, if it's like a, like if somebody blows up me and starts screaming and stuff like that, for whatever reason, like everything slows down for me. Hmm. And like, I am for the most part able to speak in a, like a very calm way. I'm able to kind of like, Hey, so what's happening? And not even in like anger situations, even like medical situations or whatever. I, you know, I'm not like, Oh my gosh, like what's like, <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm more like, okay, so what's happening? Like, let's, let's figure this out. Let's talk it out. Let's, what do I need to do? Let's, you go do this and you go take care of this. Like it just kind of comes, you know, that patience kind of sets yeah. in on me and I'm able to do it. And sometimes I'm, you know, my patience is like you said with kindness, right? Like a lot of times you could, kindness can be a, it's not that it's wrong to be kind, but a lot of times your kindness, all of a sudden people can take advantage of that. Same thing with patience, right? Like I can, I can be super patient, super patient, but every once in a while I don't have to be mean, but I have to go, Okay, no, like, I, right. like this has gone on enough. Like, we're gonna have to like address this. So, um, but I would say for me, yeah, the the go to thing for me is patient. I, I think, and it, I didn't used to be like that. So it's a, only once again by the grace of God that I have anything in me that allows me to be patient. Yeah, that's good. So I'm 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 really looking forward to kind of going through this. I'm also I'm looking forward because we've talked about it a little bit. And we're not going to give away too much. We're actually going to have some friends come on in this series. Yes. Uh, we're going to be inviting some of our friends on to discuss some of these, maybe something that they're uh, familiar with or passionate about or something that they um, feel like God has called them to speak into directly when it comes down to love, whether it's a, what we should do or what we shouldn't do. Um, and I'm, I'm really looking forward to that. And also, I'm, I'm really looking forward to, because we talked about the do's and the don'ts, right? We're going to do that. 
But there's four things here at the end mm -hmm. where it's love bears all things, believes all things, hopes all things, and endures all things. Ooh. That is a very... <laughs> That's heavy. Yes. You can just read that or you can look at it and go, that is a very involved list. Mm -hmm. That is not something that is just going to, oh, like, love is this and we're good. I feel like this is a passage that kind of similarly to the Lord's Prayer, right? It, it gets read a lot and it kind of gets glossed over. And then when you actually break it down, you're like, oh, well, yeah. hang on, <laughs> back yeah. that one up. What? Yep. Well, and yeah. that's what's so neat about scripture, right? Like, this, you know, it's the living word of God. And yeah. it's, you know, uh, I used to struggle with that, like living word. We're talking about the words don't ever change. It's like, oh, wait, but I do. So like I get new perspectives and new experiences right. that allow me to see things in a different way. And, you know, just personally, I look through these and and I'm, I mean this like honestly, but like my wife demonstrates so many of these and has demonstrated so many of these with me. And so I can, I read through these and honestly, my first thought is I think of the ways that she has shown me these Aww, things in her marriage. That's awesome. Yeah. And, and so. Aww, that's so cute. <laughs> well, but it, but it's true. And I mean, yeah. that's why we're coming up on 17 years of marriage too. Like, right. I mean, if we, we were living these out, yeah. then we definitely would not still be together because it's very difficult to be with somebody as intimately as in a marriage and not live these out. Yeah. And, uh, like, like you said, we don't want to spill the beans, but these next two to three months, we're going to try to unpack different aspects of the definition based on the word, right? Uh, like, like you said, the, the word love is in the Bible many, many times, but we're going to focus in on this verse and pick, pick out some of the major themes that are in, in, that, in this verse and really kind of define them. And like you said, maybe have some speakers come in. So these next two to three months are going to be really exciting. And, uh, I'm excited to learn a lot about the deeper definition of love. Yeah, I agree. Good. Yeah. Well, listen, uh, we thank you for tuning in today. Um, once again, this is the Living Out Love podcast. Uh, we're excited to start this new series. Uh, I'm Rick. I'm Sarah. I'm Sam. We will catch you uh, with our next episode where we will start out with Love is Patient. Oh, boy. <laughs> Hopefully you can wait for it. Because <laughs> it's patience. <laughs> All right, we'll see you guys next time. <laughs> <laughs>